Kim Fo. Welcome back. Another episode of Key to the City Podcast. It's your favorite Kim Fo, Keone G, or Mr. Key to the City, whatever we want to call me. Appreciate everybody out there that's been supporting, liking, sharing, whatever you've been doing to spread the word about the podcast. I sure enough appreciate you. You didn't have to do it, but you did. And we're just going to keep this thing rolling, man. Uh, we've been out here in uh, the sip, Jack. Episode of Key to the City podcast. It's your favorite Kim Fo Keone G, or Mr. Key to the City, whatever we want to call me. Appreciate everybody out there that's been supporting, liking, sharing, whatever you've been doing to spread the word about the podcast. I sure enough appreciate you. You didn't have to do it, but you did. And we're just going to keep this thing rolling, man. Uh, we've been out here in uh, the SIP, Jacktown, for a whole week now, covering the Jackson Indie Music Week. And, uh, man, I should have had you on that job. But anyway, we're talking yeah, about yeah. Covering Jackson in the music week and uh, had the opportunity to meet a lot of artists while I'm out here, man. It's a lot of talent, not only in Jackson, uh, but in the SIP all together. And uh, it's just good being exposed to them and them having a platform where they can expose themselves and reach a larger audience. And uh, that's part of the platform here at Key to the City is to recognize them while they're on their journey. And this episode is no different. Uh, Super excited about this episode right here, man. We got a young cat that's been making some noise out here. When I say young, I'm talking about young, yes, like Frankie Lyman's back in the day. <laughs> he don't know about Frankie Lyman's, but uh, no. yeah, young cat that's been making some noise out here. You might have—he's straight out of Philly, Mississippi, Philadelphia. Uh, he done came all the way down here to the Jack to sit in the city with us. You probably heard him on uh, projects uh, like uh, the Sip Project. Right. Um, also. The D I Love song, repping JSU. Yes, what? <laughs> that jump that was going crazy in the, uh, during the football season? It's your man right here, bro. <laughs> and uh, although he's very young, like I say, he's a teenager on the verge of manhood. He has very mature content. Uh, we're going to talk more about his projects, more about his background, what got him started, uh, what's his future plans, and uh, a little bit of the history of the city that he comes from. So. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Kim Fo, welcome to the city, my young Kim Fo, Malik Cash. What's going on, Pippin? Good, my boy. Glad to have you here, bro. Yes, sir. Glad y'all made it in. Long trip. Oh yeah, good hour. Well, we're gonna try to make it worth it, bro. How oh, your yeah. day been going so far? Been going good, man. You know what I'm saying? It took me a little nap for that game. Oh yeah, gotta do that. And <laughs> oh, you, yeah. a, and you a young buck, so <laughs> that must mean you really on your grind if you got to have oh, naps already. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So. uh yeah. Glad to have you here in the city, man, uh, during End of Music Week. Yes, I sir. wish you would have been up there performing, but uh, we're going to try to make that happen uh, next year and get with Q. Oh, yeah. We're going to lock that in. I bet. <laughs> and, uh, but, bro, just tell my audience a little bit about you before uh, we get into further detail with the music. Straight out of Philadelphia, yeah. Mississippi. Yeah, right. Just You know what I'm saying? Straight out of Philly, mm-hmm. uh, young, and shoot, creative, very creative artist. You know what I'm saying? Versatile, big thing. Now, uh, Philly a pretty small town, right? Right, very, very small. Y'all got a Walmart? Yeah, we got a Walmart, though. Oh. We got a Walmart, though. We got a Walmart, though. <laughs> well, y'all legit, then. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a good little, good little, you know, city, but you when you come in, you coming out. Coming right back out. Right, right back out. Well, with you being a young artist, you know, a lot of people say it's hard to um, 
get recognized in Mississippi by itself. Yeah. And especially when you're not coming from the capital city, uh, Jackson, right. but coming from a much smaller town. What's that experience like? And as well, like Philadelphia has like uh, a broad history of civil rights uh, era right. and issues back in the day. I want to know the experience of you coming from a small town like that and just growing up in an environment like that. Basically, man, I'm just, you know what I'm saying, growing up there, you get used to things like that, you know, mm -hmm. like knowing the history and stuff like that. So you're not too like, oh, it's probably, you know, racism here, racism there, because you, right. you're already used to it, you know, you, you done lived there. But basically, like you said, it's the opportunity, you know, from being from that small town and it's preferably known for country. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. everything is country, and everybody's not just like, oh, yeah, we finna, you know, grind for this this, this guy that's with the rapping or whatever. So, mm -hmm. basically, you just, you know what I'm saying, you just got to be, you know How saying? do you spread the word about uh, your skill set, your music uh, in an area like that? But you got to go around. That's mm -hmm. the type of place you just got to go around. But really, everybody knows everybody. That's what's crazy. Mm -hmm. But you still, you just got to go around because people... I don't know. I don't know if you heard this before, but it's just Mississippi. I don't know. It's about when you when you making it out, or you know, it seems like you want to make it out. Mm -hmm. People seem like they, you know, start being distant then because they're like, oh, you finna, you uh, leave, you leave me here, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Like, oh, you leave me here, so it's it's harder to. You highlighting their insecurities, man. Yeah. You're making them feel like yeah. they doing something that you doing something they can't they can't do. do. Yeah. People don't like that, bro. Yeah, they don't like that. But you they just gotta like keep that. pushing and doing right. You. So, I mean, compared to Jackson, I'm sure it's not a lot of studios you can hit up. Oh, it's uh, zero. Zero <laughs> studios. It's zero studios. I don't, yeah, I don't think there's no type of studio in Philadelphia. So you invest in yourself? Yes, sir. Invested in myself. Got a home studio. I done built up since I was like 15 mm -hmm. to now. Just, you know what I'm saying, every Christmas, birthday, or any chance I could just be like, you know, can I get this? You know, can I get this mic? Can I get to you know build up? Uh -huh. Yeah, just got to where I got to where I am, and it's been a long journey, but you know, piece that thing together. Right, piece it together. Well, bro, checking out your music, man, you're very versatile, uh, like you said. Uh, and before we dive a little bit deeper into it, I want to know some of your influences coming up, or even now, who are some of the artists uh, that you look up to? Well, big big person Drake, just because the versatility or whatever. But I can't really just put my, you know, my my tongue on one person or mm -hmm. my finger on one person because I'm listening to everything. Like, I listen to country, I listen to rock, heavy metal, like mm -hmm. pop. Uh, Sound just, like me, bro. Right, everything, really. I'm just into music, basically. So my inspiration is just from any artist. It can even be an artist that's not even um, mainstream yet. Mm -hmm. I get inspired by just other artists and seeing other people do what they do. So that's basically how we end. Like we said, you uh, you still fairly young, man. Yes, man. Uh, pushing eighteen soon. Uh, like, what do you see yourself trying to take your career uh, at this point? Are you thinking that far out? Oh yeah, oh definitely thinking uh, that far out. I see myself building my brand bigger than what it is. Like, I want to get to a point to where I can be able to assign uh, people myself. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. have my yep. own like label or whatever, and like I said, just sign people myself. My brand is a brand, like, mm -hmm. you know. Malik, right, cash, uh, dollar Malik sign. Malik Cash, right. Put that yeah. dollar sign yeah, in Yeah, you got to put that dollar sign What in. age were you when you really decided that you're going to start taking a serious, try to make a career out of it? 
Well, I just tell you. Obviously, you had to have your parents behind you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she was very supportive. I'm grateful for that Mm because, you know, some some parents. Oh, yeah. Cut that racket off in there. Right. You know, (laughs) cut that racket out of there, you know. (laughs) But how it started is weird because it was like one summer. I want to say I was around 14, you know, uh, in middle school. Mm -hmm. And my my cousin, he was playing in software mixcraft. And that's what I used. Okay. Uh, And he was playing in mixcraft. And. I'm like, what you doing over there? And he's like, oh, I'm over here making a song. Like, making a song. I'm like, how you how you doing that here? I, I always used to think you had to go to a studio. Right, right, I right. never knew you could do it, you right. know, but I was young, though. So he was like, yeah, you, he was like, yeah, I'm in here making a song. So he showed me the song. And I'm like, this sounds like a like a real G-G. song, like yeah, right, a legit yeah, song yeah. that'll be on the radio or whatever. He was like, yeah. So he kind of just taught me everything in it, like the basics. Mm-hmm. And from there, he even was surprised. Like now, like he was like, you done went so far now just from off of the stuff I showed you. So right then I was so like so into wanting to do music after that. And like I said, I just kept every Christmas, every birthday I could just get like a lap you know, I got my laptop. Uh that was the first thing I got was my laptop. I got the software played in there until I got good at it. And then I got um I got headphones. Then I had got like this little Samson Go mic. I don't yeah, know if you yeah, know yeah, yeah, that little Samson Go oh, mic. Man, yeah, yeah. And uh that's what I was recording off of. It was it was good for what it was, but it was ah, it was bad. <laughs> Ooh, it was bad. You, you yeah. had my manager Cuba. So bad. you uh, produce your own music? Um, yeah, I don't make the beats. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, oh, but, I, but you arrange like yeah, I arrange. You know, I call it Pete Diddy style. You know what sounds <laughs> right? Good. Exactly. Yes, sir. How would you describe your style? Like your music? What separates you from the next cat that's trying to well, break down the barriers? I would say. I'm creative, and what separates me is me being myself. That's the only Mm. way I can really say because if you're being yourself, there's only one you. God made only one you, you know. So if if you're being yourself, then there's nobody else that can be you. They can try to imitate you, but they can't be you. So Mm -hmm. that's what separates me from, you know, thousands of other people is me just being myself. What You know, creative, if I want to make a country song, I'm going to do it my way, but I'm going to make that country song, you know, so... You you got one out right now? A country song? I don't got one out, but I, I do got I do have one that I have made. Man, would I be interested in hearing that junk by you? I want to see how you spin it. Okay. But uh, yeah. So don't let that go. Oh no! Keep I'm that not. in the back of your uh, head. Yeah, I did. I got you. Key to the City Podcast. We got my kid for Malik Cash in the building with us. Uh, so you've been making a lot of noise out here, man. Slowly but surely. Uh, you open up for artists like Moneybag, Yo, YSL. What's that experience like? You feel like it made you feel like you was on the right path? Yeah, that that's crazy right there. It's just being able to see somebody else that's really in the industry that's been mm-hmm. doing this for a minute. You've been growing up listening to it's crazy to just to go before them and just um, and after you know you performing, seeing what they do and studying you know their mm-hmm. moves and studying that's what smart. they do on stage yeah. and just basically taking notes. I I didn't get the chance to meet Moneybag, mm-hmm. which I want like I wanted to, but just. Being able to just sideline watch right. was good for me. Then right. I'm I'm a very like I'm a student. Mm-hmm. I'm a student in the rap, and I take you know. So I'm very good at just watching what somebody does and you know learning from it. So that's I, dope. That's, that was great. Yeah, you was also on uh, the Sip Project, which was a combination of multiple artists right. from Mississippi. Uh, and I know that was produced by Zaytoven, right? Right. That, and we're still uh, currently in it right now. We're still doing challenges and we're still meetings and stuff like that. So it's it's not over Break yet. Break it down for me a little bit. The SIP project, how did you get involved with it? 
Um, it was crazy because we were always looking for opportunities, me and my manager and my team. Mm-hmm. And my manager had ended up coming across something on social media. It was like, you know, submit your video in. You'll have a chance to, uh, you know, uh, make songs with Jay Tovin and uh, be with his mentor, Pastor Davis, or whatever. So we submitted a video in, and we won out of 300-some people. We won out of like, and I we ain't won, surprised. Right, we won out of three hundred some people, and we got into the semifinal round, which was out of thirty people, mm-hmm. and we had to uh, perform for Zaytoven and his mentor, you know, in front of him or whatever. And then I played Black Coffee, by the way, which is a song that Dope I track, got man. out right yeah, now. Yeah, fine. super YouTube. fine. Y'all check that out. Yeah, yeah, y'all make sure to check that out for sure. I think that's my favorite one, but keep. Oh going. yeah, <laughs> that was my favorite one uh, too. Uh, that was my favorite one yeah. too. But uh, out of thirty people. We won that, mm-hmm. and then now we where like where we are now, um, in the process of finna you know go to the next level. But honestly, the SIP project in a whole is not really just about competition and about um, just like you know going at each other and all this. Like at the end of the day, somebody wins. But really, we be- become a family, mm-hmm. and we want to like showcase that any young any young person out in the world that has a talent can do something positive for, you know what I'm saying, their city or their state or yeah. just anywhere in general. Fact. So the SIP project is mostly about that. It's it's about getting the young people to do something positive with their talents. Mm. What was that experience like meeting they told? Man. You did have right a conversation there, with Yes, every time we meet, every time we meet. So it's it's crazy because when you think of they told me, you think of like a legend in the game. Facts. Facts He's done, you, you know, yeah. music with like all the artists you think of yeah. right now. Yeah. So like yeah, it's it's crazy, and not only that I you know speak to him, he's very humble, mm-hmm. and he and he helps everywhere he can. Like mm-hmm. that's you will see him to this day, like on the uh, live or whatever, like helping artists all the time. So just being able to actually be in tune with him, and he's actually listening to my music one on one, and like oh yeah, that right there is hard. That's probably one of the ones that can you know blow up right now. Yeah, like I've heard that come out of his mouth before. So that's what? just. That's crazy. He ain't lying to you, man. Yeah, that's, and, uh, that's crazy. Just like you mentioned Black Coffee, y'all definitely need to check that out. Oh, yeah, check out sure. the visual for it as well. For sure. Uh, it's dope. But that was on the Life of a Teenager Project, yes, right? Yes, sir. Which sound like the Life of a Grown Man Project, because uh, he talking about a lot of various topics, man, and it's super dope. You dropped that joint last year? Yes, sir. Was that your debut? Yeah, it was kind of, I want to say kind of. It was my debut for being serious, for sure. So, okay, yeah. when okay. I, when I produced some good good quality music you mm-hmm. know so it was like my debut for that but this the moment coming soon and that right there is what's gonna set uh me different from all the rest of the stuff i have done all right and uh before we get into that one like i'm always interested we broke we talked about it a little bit off camera like the dynamic of being young and in the game and uh i think of your little wings i think of your bow wow right. uh, you know lil wayne wasn't allowed to cuss till he was like 18. I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so one, I want to know who's keeping you focused at such a young age on your career, and uh, in the event that you, uh, some of the songs just have a little profanity in it, but right. do you feel like your parents uh, give you like uh, freedom to express yourself? They give me a like, like they say all the time. They give me a freedom uh, to express myself to an extent, but mm-hmm. they definitely, uh, my mom be like. Whatever you say in your songs, you know what I'm saying? That's your way of expressing yourself. So, mm. you know, some things I let slide or things like that. Mm. But, 
it's definitely been like I'm very grateful for my team, yeah, or whatever. Like my mom and my manager Q, you know, uh, my sisters, my brothers, because they just very in tune. Like mm-hmm. anything when I say I got to do something with the music, they're on it. Mm-hmm. Like they're right there on it. Just whenever, whatever, whenever it is, they're on. It. So I'm. But very, you don't never feel awkward when you. Uh, no, no, I, I never feel awkward. I guess it's just because I'm used to always doing. I've been an entertainer since. Yeah. My mama said I was in the stomach. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've been an entertainer since then. So it's just, it's, it's, I've been used to it. And probably when you was little, they were saying, do that dance you used to Yes. Do. <laughs> I used to, bro, I used to get paid for um, dancing to Michael Jackson songs. Hey. Like, I used to be out there. They give you $10, $20. Yeah. Let the little, little boy can dance or whatever. I was I can't dance like that no more. But <laughs> now I just got the rapping skills now. Yeah. <laughs> but shoot, I... You know what I'm saying? I've always been an entertainer. I love making people laugh and just anything. I, I wanted to do mu- movies before um, I started rapping. Which I can I see can that coming in your future. Exactly. I definitely see that coming in your future. Uh, let's talk about the moment. Yes, sir. New project coming. Real soon. We got a date on it yet? No, sir. Not yet. Not yet. We still in the process of uh, you know picking songs and production and stuff like that. But it's coming real soon. Promise everybody's coming real soon. What's the meaning behind the title to you? To me, personally, the moment kind of means like you're at that 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 level of you're looking up at your peak, and you're like, yeah, it's about it's about the time where I show everybody my time. This is my time to shine. This is my time, or I show everybody what I'm actually about. Like when you think about it, when you're doing something, you in this like long period of time where you're like, dang, I just feel like giving up. Mm. Like, I just feel like stopping. Yeah. I just, you know what I'm saying? Because what I'm doing is not working. I'm putting all this time in, all this grind. It's not working. Mm-hmm. But that's the time when you really, like, you're really finna blow up. Yeah. Like, as soon as you feel like quitting is when you want to blow up. So I feel like the moment is when you're at that time right then. Mm-hmm. And you're like, nah, I got to show them actually who Malik Cash is or whoever, you know what I'm saying? If you, whoever you are, show them this is my moment. Mm-hmm. This is the moment. Well, I see it in your eyes. They're fine. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. I just got a few more questions for you, man. Um, yes, I'm sure you've been keeping up with all the success going on at Jackson State. Yes, sir. Uh, Coach Prime done came through and created a wave of success, and people are hopping on the train, and you <laughs> was a part of that success and that excitement when you dropped the I Love track. Right. Uh, I already know where the inspiration from it came from, but um, – what sparked you to do that? When did you say this would be a perfect time to jump it off or what? It was, was it planned? It was all like, it was all kind of planned. Me and my manager kind of, you know, spoke about it like prime time in there. Um, mm-hmm. This season finna be, you know, different because we, you know what I'm saying? Not saying they wasn't a good team before, but it's just they even wouldn't. better. <laughs> they, they even better team now, you know. But, right, right. yeah, I ain't gonna, I, I won't say that. I'll I, 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 yeah, I, I, I take that I'm not you, from her, yeah, yeah, so I ain't gonna say that. I'll take man. it for you. I you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, so they even better team now with Prime mm-hmm. there. So we just, like, everything's adding up. It was kind of planned. Everything's adding up. And um, we know a couple of alumni from uh, Jackson State mm-hmm. and just – I shoot. That's one of the colleges I want to go to. Too. How you get? The, uh, how was the response? You know, the uh, blue and white nation go pretty hard. Yeah, man. I was, I was a little nervous. It mm-hmm. was. I was a little nervous dropping it because me being young and not went like I haven't been to college yet, so I don't really know. You know, you know what people like to hear. And also, before I did the song, I didn't really, I didn't really know too much about Jackson State, like enough to make a song to be like. 
oh yeah, I know about this in the corner in the crevice or uh, all that. Yeah. So I had to do my research, a little bit more research yeah. on uh, Jackson State. And then I was like, when I made the song, I'm like, man, I'm hoping, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm hoping they like it, man. I'm hoping they like it. But then then again, I'm like, it's a very good song. Everybody else telling me, you know, they, that knows about Jackson State, it's a very good song. So I was like, I'm going to give it to them. Have y'all um, tried to reach out, do any type of collaboration as far as the song is concerned? Uh, uh, with like, Dear Love? Yeah. Um, In the school? Uh, yeah. Um, hey, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Um, is it athletic career? He's a uh, he's a um, basketball player. Oh, uh, what's his name? He's the, is he still playing now? I don't know if he's still playing now. He's a big guy. But big guy. Yeah, we we try to do like cover, yeah, we try to do like a collab with him. Uh, uh with the Di Love thing, it it you know it didn't work out. But I think you're talking about Big Tom. I, think I, think, I, don't, I, I don't know. I forget it now. But you know who you yeah, are. I know. Bro. Yeah, you know who you is, my guy. Oh. You know who it is. Now, every artist has their own definition of success. Um, so before we get out of here, I want to know what's, what would be a successful career for Malik Cash? Is Some people want to make a lot of money. Some people just want to have longevity. Some people want to have a, a, a cult following where no matter what they put out, how old they get, they can always do shows. Right. Like, what's success for you? Um, my success is, I would say just, because I want to make timeless music. I want people, like, to this day, you still listen to Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. And, you know what I'm saying, Prince, or, you know, people like that. You still listen to those songs to this day. He might be dead and gone, but you're still going to listen to his songs. Right. Like, Juice World, you're still going to listen to his songs. So, I just want my success is being able to get into this, you know, to get into the game and stick it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll never leave type of thing. So, that's my success. Look, bro, you're definitely on your way. You got it in you. I'm not just pumping your head up either. Uh, he has some jams out there, people. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to check them out. You write your own stuff? Oh, yes, sir. But I hardly write them now. I punch in. What? Yeah. I always intrigued by how y'all do that, man. <laughs> My it, brain don't work fast enough. It's, it's, I, it takes practice, I guess, mm -hmm. because before I was writing everything. But I guess since you write so much, then you just like, when you think about it, you're like, when you're writing, you're doing the same thing when you're punching in. You mm -hmm. just, you think of, thinking of it, putting it down. Thinking of putting it down. Just, when you go in there, think of it and say it. Is it harder to memorize your songs with doing it like that when you perform? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I know it's it's more creative though. I tell people like this: when you're thinking just dead off of the head, you can think of more creative stuff. But mm -hmm. when you wrote it, it's kind of more planned. It's kind of like right. so you won't do like these different sounds that you that might have been like your hit that might have been stuck in somebody's head, mm -hmm. but you already had it planned. Kind of not saying that writing is bad or nothing, because you know it's good for, like the lyrics and stuff like that. And some people are real good at writing, but just sometimes when you could just let your mind flow yeah. and be very creative is what makes a good song. I dig that. Uh, how can my audience keep up with you, man? Everything you got going on, follow you, purchase your music. Oh yeah, keep up with me uh, on Instagram, the real Malik Cash. I got a YouTube, uh, Malik Cash here three fifty. That's mostly where I post on social medias. I got a TikTok also, the real Malik Cash too. You can hit me up on there, doing like little skits, you know, little he on there like videos and stuff. Yeah, I ain't, nah, I ain't no dancer <laughs> now. I like doing like some little funny skits and stuff, okay, little yeah. you know. Uh, Music they say that TikTok helped, man. Oh, yeah, the TikTok, it pushes. I I did, like, a video when you pertaining to my music. It was mm -hmm. the Morgan Wilder and Lil Dirk song. 
Yeah. And it yeah. blew up. I'm talking about like 400k views. And people was going crazy over there. I was just, it was just me walking to the uh, refrigerator, walking back to my room, kind of like bumping the, you yeah. know what I'm saying, one of the Morgan Wallen songs. People don't, people don't know that I listen to Morgan Wallen. So when I, I, I said, um, after, I was like, uh, after, what did I say? I was like, that uh, Lil Durk and Morgan Wallen song got me like this. Mm-hmm. And I was playing one of his songs and I was bouncing to it. It's a whole different artist on that TikTok, man. Oh, yeah. It goes a long way, brother. But uh, we glad to have you here in the city with us, man. We applaud right. everything you're doing. We're yes, definitely going to support you, bro. Yes, We're going to be keeping up with you, watching you. And uh, I'm excited for your trajectory, man. You got a dope team behind you. Stay focused, bro. Always. Uh, keep making dope content. Stay away from the groupies. Uh,